Hey, what's up, guys? This is Eddie Daddy from The Point After Show. I'm here with Android Tommy uh-huh. Lipko. The text thread has not been kind to Tommy lately because he got a new phone. He, his iPhone is uh, no longer in service. The uh, the iPhone 4 Plus. Everybody thought, you know, you know, since the, we have The Point After Show now, where we made it big, so I should upgrade from the iPhone 4 that came out <laughs> back in 92, I think. Yeah, just should. after the flip phone. You still have that old uh, plug for it, uh, uh, the charger, that they only sell at the Dollar General, though. So, yeah, so I upgraded to a new phone, and let me tell you what, it is dog shit, not getting texts, not getting calls. I, I, I regret every minute of it, but we'll get past it. We'll yeah. work through it. Hey, it's it's a new new technology. It's a, Anything that's new, you know, you have to adjust to. So, But here we are. It's going into week 15. Uh, actually, the the last week fourteen game is being played as we're doing our podcast right now between the Patriots and the the, uh, the Dolphins. So, um, but big injuries this week. It was rough, especially for the Philadelphia Eagles. Carson Wentz going down. Yeah, it's their whole <clears throat> season's in jeopardy now. Uh, it's it's up to Nick Foles coming Nick in. Nick Foles. Uh, we saw what he we did. We call in it Foles Gold. <laughs> we saw what he did in two thousand thirteen. So maybe he can bring some of that back and. Um, I, 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 it's I huge. It's a, it definitely a huge loss with Wentz going down. They went probably from Super Bowl favorites to lucky to scratch like top six Super Bowl favorite. You know? Yeah, there were uh-huh. six, six and six to one odds to or one and whatever it was. Six to one. Six to one odds to win with Wentz. They're tw- they w- they went down to twelve to one without. Well, I'm surprised it's at twelve to one. Yeah, I'm sure that'll go down even further. Yeah, um, and let them go out and lose this week. I'm sure it would go down even further than that. But uh, here's the thing: when you lose your starting quarterback, who's been out there making plays and winning games for a team for an organization like the Eagles, it's it's one of those positions that it's really tough to fill. You know, your running back, you might not get the same caliber player as uh, your starter, but kind of next man up with a quarterback that's something that's very tough to replace yeah absolutely and you see you see it throughout the league like how many quarterbacks you know good quarterbacks that might be starting on one team are backups on another team and it's they're just very rare and Wentz was that that guy and you saw his potential you saw what he can do and he was an MVP probably candidate yeah and another thing too is is Everybody's like, eh, Nick Foles, he has potential, he has potential. I don't disagree he has the potential. I disagree if anybody would argue that he has the same playmaking abilities as Wentz. You watch Wentz, he got himself in a lot of situations this year where with this scrambling in the pocket or adjustments inside the pocket, he was able to give him by himself a little more time, two, three, four seconds in the pocket or outside the pocket and make those throws downfield where I don't think Nick Foles uh, holds that same pocket presence you know when the pressure's there and he might find himself throwing a couple more picks taking a couple more sacks um and the team just needs to make the adjustments for that type of style yeah it's gonna be tough going forward for the eagles um i just don't think that fools like you kind of just piggybacking off of you i don't think he has what it takes to take this team to the Super Bowl, like of course Carson Wentz was on pace to do. Uh, you I know, don't know. I was talking to Joe Wilson today. He's mm-hmm. obviously he's a big fan Jay of the Dubs. Eagles. Big fan of the Eagles. Big fan of the Point After Show. And we were talking about the Eagles and and what he thinks might happen going forward. And he's kind of bummed out. Yeah, he, he he's a realist, and he said it sucks. 
Mm-hmm. Um, this was the year that Eagles fans thought yeah. that, hey, it's going to happen. But, you know, he also was optimistic. He said, our defense is pretty solid. Um, our offense is pretty solid. And we just have to basically hope for the best. And uh, I think it's going to be real tough. NFC is competitive this year. Yeah. A lot of good teams. You have the Rams, Falcons, Saints, Carolina, uh, you know, you, you name them. There's, there's a lot of teams that are still in the hunt. Uh, let's see. I said if they make it, it's going to take a lot for this team to make the playoffs. But if they make well, they a run here, I'm not talking. I'm okay. not talking about the Eagles. I'm okay. saying random team that okay. if they make the playoffs, that I would I wouldn't want to play them in the playoffs, and that's the Cowboys. The Cowboys. Yeah. Yep. I think uh, they had a tough little run there without Zeke. They got you know their shit together. I know they played a pretty lousy uh, Giants team this week, but Zeke's back in week 16. And if they could run the table, I, I wouldn't want to play them. No, I, I, I can't agree or disagree with that. Um, when when's he expected? Week sixteen. Week sixteen. Yep, from suspension. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's huge. That's that's a big. If they can hold strong the next couple of weeks, and uh, actually just one week until they get them yeah. back, because they'll get them back the uh, week sixteen. This is already week fifteen. So. So sticking with injuries. Sticking with injuries, we got Ryan Shazier. This was uh, it was ugly. This is sad. This is, a, is this sad. is a sad sad moment on our show here. They got the the hashtag Shay leave. Everyone yeah. was running, and they were shoes. all wearing the cleats last night. Yeah. The thing that's sad is is you know, I don't want to put any blame on anybody, but you know, he had his head down with the tackle, and it's just sad. Like one. Split second in the NFL. That just shows you and and goes to our point that we try to make a lot on the point after show is these players put themselves in harm's way every single week. Where one second, one, you know, uh, just one play. And, yeah. and, you know, this guy may never walk again. I know. Uh, I'm praying for him. I, I'm a big Steelers fan. And if I could be honest real quick, <clears throat> Kiri, is if you watched the Steelers game last night, mm-hmm. like they kept saying, oh, this would never happen with Shazier. Oh, Ryan Shazier. Oh, I hate to bring it up, but Shazier out there. You know, like, come on. The guy's probably sitting in his hospital room last night watching yeah. the game, already knowing, you know, he's down on his luck. He's, you know, probably very upset, rightfully so. And the announcers basically just you know, use the guy's name the entire game mm-hmm. when there was a, a misfortune by the defense. And it really pissed me off. A yeah. lot. A lot. I was pissed about that. It's like, let the guy alone. Him and his family right now, they're grieving. You know, his NFL career, I think, is probably over. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm more concerned about him walking ever again. And these guys are out there using it. Oh, that was a bad play by the defense. If Shazier was here, <clears throat> no shit. Yeah, no, no shit. That- he, he's, he's the... MVP on the defense for the team, you know. Yeah, yeah. They and that's just media in general taking everything. Like it, they just try to shove whatever's the hot t- take or hot topic. Oh yeah, in what everybody's face. talking about. Yeah, and of course, yeah, the defense would be a lot better with Shazier. It's it's a probably a known fact by now that you know the defense missed them. The whole team missed them. And it was nice to see them pull out the victory because that was a, it was a, yeah, it was a battle. Another oh, battle. that was a great game. Like when the Steelers went up fourteen zip, mm-hmm. I'm like sitting there talking crap. I'm high fiving everybody. I'm a big Steelers fan, and I was telling my brother, I'm like, oh, Steelers are gonna blow them out. Next thing you know, I think the uh, 
Ravens scored 31 unanswered. Yeah. It was unbelievable. I'm like, what the hell happened here? I know. Yeah, Talk about defensive com- battle in that one. <laughs> yeah. But no, it was a, it was a good com- comeback victory for the Steelers. It shows what they can do uh, when they need to do it. And Yeah, especially props, against props the, the Big Ben throwing for like 500. Or, he's the first passer to have three 500-yard games? Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, and... Uh, Let's be honest. Lev Bell and Antonio Brown are just absolutely ridiculous. Oh, too. I know. They should get like co MVPs. Like, it, it's unbelievable. But again, hey, hats off to the entire organization. I know Eddie's got a little controversial little tidbit he's waiting to play over here. I see him getting a little. Oh, no. I was going to play a little uh, an interview that I had with Ryan Shazier, but I don't know if I should or not. <laughs> this is all Eddie. <laughs> no, the, the point after show, this is Eddie exclusive. I had an interview with, uh, with Shazier, and this is what he had to say. I broke my back. What do you mean by that? You my broke back it? is broken. What a vertebrae or, or well, what portion? Spinal. So that was his take on the whole situation. We we wish him well. Uh, actually, no, that was Mike Tyson interview from uh, the '90s. But um, uh, but no, we we do here at the Point After Show wish uh, Ryan Shazier um, a healthy recovery and hopefully you know uh, things work out where he is back on the football field sometime in the future, whether it be near or uh, or you know a few years ahead. Whatever he needs to do to get back out there, uh, we wish him the best. So. On to a fight, a fist fight, a fisticuff fight with, between the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Seahawks. That that game was crazy, too, towards the end. Quentin Jefferson, that was just... I mean, I, I don't blame him. Like, if you're in the heat of the moment and you get ejected, which he did, obviously your tension and your emotions are running high, your adrenaline's pumping, and you're walking to the you know, getting escorted out of the stadium into the locker room, and some fans are starting to, like, throw shit at you, and, you know, apparently yeah. one call, fan called him the N-word, um, according to Bennett, uh, his teammate. What, what, like, he didn't do anything that crazy. Yeah, he tried to run in the, jump up into the stands and fight the guy. Oh, after they started slinging booze Yeah, I know. Like, here's the thing. If you're going to be cups, man enough to sit there and talk shit to somebody, I'm talking the fans, right? Yeah, yeah. If you're man enough to talk shit to these super freak athletes that are just ginormous human beings, athletic as can be, strong as can be, and you're man enough to sit there and talk smack on one of them, be careful what you wish for, right? And one thing I say is, don't be, excuse my language, don't be a pussy and throw beers at somebody that you know he can't get you, or popcorn, or whatever he's throwing. You know, this reminded me of uh, the, the fight back in 2004 between the Pacers and uh, Detroit, what was it, the oh, yeah. Malice in the Palace or something they called it? Was that with Jermaine O'Neal? Oh, and yeah. Artest? Uh, and, uh, yeah, uh, what was his name, running up in the, was it, yeah, Ron Artest, running yeah. up, just punching people, <laughs> Jermaine O'Neal out on the court punching people. What was his name, Meta Free World now? Or Meta, yeah, Meta. World peace. Yeah, I, I don't understand how they allowed that, right? Mm. But it, it's I don't know. It's it's a fine line that both parties need to walk. Is is the fans want to be able to have that interaction with the players? Want to be able to be that close to the players? The players want to have as many fans in the stadium. That's why they get uh, allow them that close so they could sell more tickets and put up more seats. But the fan, I mean, yeah, obviously the, and it did come out today that the uh, the players who got ejected aren't going to be suspended, which is good, I think, because 
um, you know, ejection, and I'm sure they'll get a fine too. But like, what, what did the nothing really came out about the fan? I don't think I didn't read anything anyway. Like, I, I hope they get banned an, for life. He, he they said an apology, but yeah, they should at least get a Mazza. <laughs> <laughs> Five year, the five year ban from National Stadium. Uh, yeah. Oh, and he did way less, right? Yeah, he just refused to get out of a seat that wasn't his. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree with that. You know, um, it, it's it's they're scumbags. The fans are scumbags. You want to sit there and you want to run your mouth. Good, that's cool. Good banter. Let's talk crap to the away team. Totally on board with that. But once you start throwing beers in a dude's face yeah. and beverages and popcorn and food. Yeah, that's scumbag. That's when I'm going to punch your kid right in the face. Whatever I could reach, I'm punching. I, you know? So, and Tommy beats kids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, yeah, that, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Inappropriate. Cool. I, don't, I don't beat kids. No. I, 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 just, I just disagree, and I think that's disrespectful to any human being, no matter what the situation is. I don't care if we're just... Two bums on the street. I don't care if we, the people yeah, that no we are today, there's, there's, there's no, no place there's, in, there for really that isn't. kind of stuff. And you deserve to get punched in the mouth. <clears throat> the two things ever that I say are the most disrespectful, and I'll fight somebody if they ever do it to me, is throw a beer or something like yeah, that in my face. Lunch, yeah. Or you spit in my face. You ever spit in my face. <laughs> it's on like. Don- <laughs> 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 uh, Eddie, it's on like Donkey Kong. I don't care who you are. And uh, I. I Hey, I'm glad the NFL didn't suspend him. No, but they they really should do something with the guy. That I'm sure they have cameras and whatever throughout the stadium. That oh, is that was yeah, it was it was the right there on TV. But you know, I think the fan did issue an apology today. There there was something on Twitter where the fan wrote the, a letter to the Jacksonville Jaguars. But yeah, emotions do run hot. Uh, we're all fans of the game, especially if you have a, a couple, you know, perpet. Trogues perpetuals every now and then. So you blame it on the trogues? <laughs> Not blaming it on the trogues. I'm just blaming it on alcohol in general. Um, you know, emotions probably got the best of him too, and he probably is sorry that he threw a beer. But you know, in the heat of the moment, I wish uh, Jefferson kind of knocked him out. Uh, me too. Huh. That would have made for great television. Yeah, I would have been okay with that. I, and even if he did, I wouldn't even. I would have. Petitioned the NFL not to suspend him then either. Yeah. He you deserve it. The guy deserved it. So on to the uh, Cleveland Browns here, Uh-oh. who almost got their first win. Almost. They're trying to join the... Almost. They're trying to join the Lions of a few years back, going 0-16. Yeah, but they were up 21-7 to going in the fourth quarter, and they ended up losing in overtime to the Green Bay Packers. They were playing great as a whole team. Like the that was probably the best game as a team they've played all season. And Josh Gordon coming back, he's just making that offense. My dog. Oh, I Look love it. You know oh. I love him. Yeah, I know. I have you a know. man crush on him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's him and uh, RG3, uh, the, those two guys. At least one of them's making a comeback That's for true. me, right? He That's feels true. bad for me. He's like, listen, I'll, I'll I'll help you out here, kid. The RG3 didn't work out, so I'll, Josh no, Gordon will come no. back. No, RG3 wasn't, didn't get a chance in the NFL. But Josh Gordon... Let me ask you this, E, right? So yeah. here's a guy. I, I don't think he played since, what, 2014? Mm-hmm. And he's come back. He, he said it's the first time he's ever playing football sober. sober. And he scores a tu- his first touchdown. Yeah. And he goes and he puts the shades on. He's standing up, throwing up the hands. I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. But here he is, like, putting himself out there already. Like, when do you think he's ripping the bong again? If he hasn't already, (laughs) (laughs) 
Like, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt, right? I really do. But you see him throw on the sunglasses, standing up, throwing up the Dukes. I hope, I hope, Eddie, we just got done saying I have a man crush on the guy. So I'm hoping for his sake, he doesn't have to go back to being a used car salesman, living with Johnny Manziel, and Uh going to rehab. Like, I hope that does not go back to him because he had some God-given talents. Oh, yeah. And he's a phenomenal athlete. He just goes out there and proves it. The team got away from him in the second half, which I completely don't understand. I don't know. If no, I, I didn't watch too much of that game um, to see if the defense just kind of focused on him, covered him a little tougher. I don't know. In the second half, made adjustments. But, oof, let's see what happens. Josh Gordon, baby. He's looking <laughs> like a... a, a Top three in the top, top, three. top three rounds. Top three rounds. Oh, next year? Yeah, yeah, next year. Right? You wouldn't take something like that? I know you got to worry about the quarterback situation, and the AFC yeah, North Ky- is always tough. Ky- Defense is a little rough, I think. But, still. ooh, I don't, ooh. Mm. Yeah, I mean, he's getting targets, and he, even the touchdown catch that he had, it was, was, it tough. was pretty good, yeah. That was a nice catch, man. I don't know if. Many other receivers can make that catch in the NFL. No, because it, it, it was a tough elite, stretch top, out, top tier. tough stretch out, and he got popped after it. Yeah, I would have dropped it. <laughs> Probably not, but I was just saying that. But no, I mean, I, I, he's basically turned that offense around. I mean, having him on the field just opens up everything for Cro- everything. Crowell had a good game. Yeah, um, Duke, Duke Johnson, Johnson had a touchdown. Yeah, um, even. Um, Corey Coleman, I think he had a touchdown too. So it just I opens think, up that whole offense. I think that's good for the offense. Is you know he's a breath of yeah. fresh air. Let's get it in there. Yeah, I mean, who is, who, who is their weapon before him? Kenny Britt. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he, he was. Imagine if he was still with the Rams. He was solid with the Rams, and he had no quarterback. Titans. That's when it, he was really solid. Yeah. Well, even with the Rams, he was their number one. I think he had a thousand yards with the Rams. Did he? And then all of a sudden, they get a good quarterback in Goff, and it's like, see you later. Send you. We're gonna send you to the death team. Well, the they Browns. got Sammy Watkins. <laughs> I'm glad. You, I'm glad you chuckled after that. <laughs> yeah. Who is you saved me. I didn't have to laugh at you. Abysmal this year for my team. Yeah, hey, what are you going to do? Yeah. But speaking of big comebacks, let's talk about Aaron Rodgers here, A-A-Ron. right? Aaron. He's uh, supposed to get cleared this week. Yeah. The Packers, with that big come-from-behind win, still left the window in, of opportunity open. They're in playoff contention. They have the hopes. And let's see what happens there. I uh, I don't know. But I'm, you have to I'm, give it up for Hundley. He's been doing pretty solid as that's a That's the thing, right? I saw a stat today. It said um, most overtime victories... And it had Aaron Rodgers, and I think he was one in seven, mm-hmm. and counting playoffs, one in seven, and then Hundley's two and zero, oh. <laughs> right? That, yeah. That's kind of crazy to think about. One of the best quarter- OT. Yeah, one of the best quarterbacks we've we've witnessed, uh, you know, growing up is Aaron Rodgers for yeah. sure. You know, I'm not a big Packers fan, well, but yeah, fifteen years. He's so. he's freaking solid, and. Uh, I don't know. Let's see what happens going forward. I'm I'm rooting for them. They, they play, have a, they kind of have a tough schedule though. They really they play, tough. They play Carolina this week. They play Carolina, at Carolina. Yeah. Home against Minnesota, and then at Detroit. Yeah. And Panthers are battling for playoffs. Vikings are there, and the Lions are battling to stay in the playoff hunt too. It's it's. This will be this will be one of those teams. You know who's praying that Aaron Rodgers comes back more than anybody else. Who? Olivia Jordy Munn. Nelson. Oh, oh Olivia Jordan. Munn. I heard they went out for his birthday. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Maybe they're, you know, rekindling the I'll, 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 Let me throw some honesty. Speaking, I'm glad you brought her up. Mm. I watched Office Christmas Party the oh, other day. Oh, it's good shit, isn't it? And, you know, I was always, you know, this is how I've been my entire life. When there's that, like, hot 
woman that everybody's like obsessing about mm -hmm. i'm always like f her who does she think she is you know like and i'll always like throw them out when they're, they're no good to me yeah because i hate that and I was like that with Olivia Munn. But then when I watched her in Office Christmas Party. Yeah. Smoking the J in the room. Oh, when she's like. Smart ass nerd. When he's like, um, HR, IT specialist. And she's like, well, I already fixed it, so suck. <laughs> My dick. She goes, dude. I'm like, that is awesome. I fell in love with her right then and there. So, you guys, she won me over. She's uh, in my good graces. I'm sure that really means a ton to her. But anyway. Right. Yeah. No, Jordy Nelson. This guy is averaging like seven yards per catch now, and when he gets a catch, yeah, it doesn't happen in many games. It's I feel bad for him. He's one of the best receivers in the NFL. I know. So does that only show you that he's only good with like an Aaron Rodgers? That he's not one of those every down players? I don't know. I I, I think the chemistry between Rodgers and Jordy Nelson um, just they kind of grew they, together. Yeah, they kind of grew together. They had a lot of history because. Like you see, the, some of the, I mean, even uh, Randall Cobb, he was better with Rodgers. Yeah. But Devontae Adams, he's a younger guy in the uh, organization. Um, he seems to have a little bit better repertoire with Hunley. Um, I, yeah, I, I just think that Jordy Nelson is a top three, four, five wide receiver with Aaron Rodgers. And what, what's he been like? Oh, like forty. I would say below that. Probably. Yeah, actually, you're right. Like, he's one of the guys he, that you have to like sit. He gets, like, three targets a game. If yeah, that. he's he's one of the guys that literally, unless you have nobody else on your team, that yeah. you've been benching the last few weeks. Yeah, I'm surprised he's not on the waiver wire, to be honest with you. I, Dougie Martin was. <laughs> and then he goes and has a touchdown this week. Oh, I wanted to throw something <laughs> off a wall. So, yeah, anyways, here's the thing. That's another team. If they get hot... Oh, yeah. I, they, I wouldn't want them. And their defense is starting to come around a little bit, too. I mean, you don't really see it too much against the well, Browns this the, the week. The Browns did score 21 points on them. Yeah. So I don't know if their defense is but really... Their defense the week before did pretty well. <laughs> One of those weeks, the defense yeah. did all right. Uh, let's see what happens. I'm, I'm interested to see. The NFC is going to be an amazing, amazing race to the finish <laughs> with three weeks left. Uh, and here, I don't think there's really an, a team in... well. In the NFC, that can, they're all battling for home field advantage now. Yeah. So there's nobody out there that could bench any of their starters or sit them in no, the second no. half. So that's actually good for all the fantasy owners still out there in playoffs. Yeah. Like there really is like a bunch of them right. There's probably like eight or nine teams that are right there that have chances. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, see. I think I think um, I forgot where my thought of process was going here, but with. Rogers this week. He I know today they said he did the uh, the test that was required. The CT. The CT scan. And I don't know when that result will come back, but it'll basically tell the organization. He's been practicing. Or not yeah. If he's good to go. So Yeah, I think I think they assess yeah. their, their playoff chances here. And I think they look at it and if they realistically think they have a shot at playoffs, they bring him back. If mm -hmm. they honestly sit down and they're serious and honest with themselves and they realize they don't have a chance at playoffs, I think they just bench Back him for the season. Yeah. Yeah, you have to. He's, yeah. he's your, your star <clears throat> quarterback. Why risk him getting injured again? Oh, uh, yeah. Of course. So, I don't know. Speak, so, talking about how uh, how tough 
you know, Green Bay's looking going into playoffs. Let's talk about a little of our power rankings here. Yeah, this is this is something new at the point after show. Me and Tom talked about today. We're gonna give our little power rankings. Want to start off from f- number five and then yeah, work our way down? I'll go here. I'll go five. Okay. I'm going with the Carolina Panthers. Okay. I think uh, you know. Here's my thing, man. First off, I don't think there are many quarterbacks in the league with the arm strength of Cam Newton, and they were getting these wins without really any wide receivers. Calvin Benjamin, they shipped off. Good for them. You know, they must have known something. Obviously, they knew something we didn't know. Uh, Greg Olson, <clears throat> you know, obviously he didn't do anything this week, but he's back. He, he's going to get back into the groove of things. Yeah. I'm sure he was a little timid with that foot injury after feeling a little soreness last week. He's going to get rolling. And Funches has emerged as a solid, solid uh, wide receiver. And you have the two-headed backfield with uh, Christian McCaffrey and Stewart. So... I, I'm going number five in my power rankings, Carolina Panthers, NFC lookout, see what they bring to the table. I have I have a tie at number five. I don't know if what, this is what the hell is this, Eddie? Know. You have to pick one. You I, can't have a top six. I don't have a <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't pick You have to pick one. Alright, I'm gonna go on a limb here. I'm gonna go with the Chargers. Chargers, top six? Yeah. You want I have them. I have three teams, honorable mention. Yeah. Chargers are in there. They are had, playing. They're like Hansel. I said I had, this all day yesterday. I had uh, Chargers and Jags as tied for number five. Okay. Um, uh, Chargers since week four, they're seven and two. They've just Philip Rivers yeah. and that team have just been on a roll. And Keenan Allen's getting like twenty five catches a game. Yeah, Keenan Allen's just having a great year, and uh, just that. And I know everyone talks about it, but that pass rush with Ingram and Bosa that that. The opposing quarterbacks can't do much against that that defense, and it's great to see. I've always I've always been a Philip Rivers guy, and this is just seems the year where Keenan Allen Keenan Allen's healthy. Um, they have a good running game. Eckler, I think that's how you say his name. Yeah, um, he's a good change of the pace back back there. It's just everything's clicking for them, and I hope they continue their their little run here because they have a couple of division uh, matchups coming up. Um, soon, I know they play the Raiders, the final game of the season. I think they played the Chiefs coming up too. So, yeah, well, here's my question with you: right, <clears throat> is the Chargers mm-hmm. and Philip Rivers, right? This guy, he's a stud. Right? Yeah, you agree with that? Yeah. He came out of the same draft class as Eli Manning and Ben Roethlisberger. That was one of the best quarterback classes you'll get in a long time. Yeah, and every single year, this guy had to struggle with injuries. Yep. What? Like, how good could have the Chargers been if if everybody around him stayed healthy? Right? Oh, I know. Yeah, every it, year, every year it seems like you know. Yeah. No, big, every year Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen, the last couple of years, he was supposed to be their number one stud out of the Ingram got hurt. Ingram, you know, everybody, yeah. every Inman got hurt. Like Danny he, Woodhead last year. Hurt, you know what I mean? Right. So think about the amount of Super Bowls that draft class would have won. Eli won two. Roethlisberger won two. You know, Philip Rivers and them could have won two. And. Like you said, the thing is, they have a tough schedule coming up. They have two division matchups with the uh, Chiefs and Raiders, right? Yeah, yeah. And then and then they also play the Jets. But the Jets kind of helps out now is because, uh, you know, McCown's out for the season with a hand injury. So mm-hmm. I kind of like it. Like I said, they were right there on my honorable mention list. But, hey, good luck for them. I If it's not the Steelers, I hope it is the Chargers. E, who do you got for number four? Number four, I got the Rams. The Rams, okay. Yeah, I like the even Rams. even after their loss to the Eagles this week. Yeah, I mean it was a tough loss. Um, and the Eagles, they if I had an honorable mention, the Eagles would be an honorable mention because I think the loss of Wentz kind of 
they would be down at like number seven right now in, on my power rankings, I think. Um, if not, they would probably have been at two or three. It, but it, it was they had Wentz for you know three quarters of the game, and the Rams they just couldn't keep up. Girl, that I was surprised that the Rams lost at home. Um, I yeah. thought they were going to win. I thought they were their defense is solid, their run game is solid, and um, Goff this year has just been great. He had a good sophomore yeah. year, and um, I think Cooper Cup rookie I, I think looking good. Yeah, I think Robert Woods going down a couple weeks ago was hurting him a little bit, but he still has weapons, and you just see Gurley getting more and more action. He's he talking oh, about a comeback talk player about, of the year. I don't want to talk about talk about comeback player of the year. Oh, yeah, though. he's comeback. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I hate him. Come back like Kim Kardashian in that video. <laughs> but, all right, who's your number four? Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay. They're number four. You look, they came out. They got a big win versus uh, Seattle this week. Um, almost with the little little fisticuffs after the game, like we said. They came out and they showed that Blake Bo- Here's the thing. We all knew Blake Bortles, is, his mechanics are bad, but... He's a solid quarterback, and mm-hmm. he's he's a guy that's been battling injury. Like A. Rob, you know he's he's out, so he's basically has Hearns, Marquise Lee to throw the ball to. And even Hearns has been out. He's a little dinged up here. D.D. Westbrook, he's coming alive. Yeah, a bit, but and, you know Fournette, it's a huge, and their defense, Saxonville, right? They're yeah. they're they're solid. You look at their remaining schedule; they have the Texans, 49ers, and Titans, which Titans will be a tough matchup. Other than that, I, I see them basically blowing through these two teams, and I still think they beat the Titans by. I don't think the Titans are as good as as advertised as their yeah. record shows. I don't think so either. But you know, I'm going off a record, and I'm <laughs> saying based on that, it's tough tough matchup on paper. So I think Jacksonville they get it done, and, and they're my number four power rankings based on schedule and their record so far this year. They're first in the AFC South. They have some solid victories this year. You know, they beat your number four team, the Chargers. Um, they beat the Steelers convincingly. They beat the Ravens convincingly. Um, I think the Titans, they, they lost the Titans earlier this year, so that's going to go to my point that the Titans aren't going to beat them twice in the same season. I think they make a run for it. I like it. And, like I said, AFC. They were, they were tied with the Chargers for a- number five. Yeah, AFC has you know not too many teams that are solid. I, I say this every year. I think NFC is the best conference, but the AFC has usually the one, two, three best teams. If that makes any sense. Yeah. So kind I'm going Jacksonville number four. All right. So number three. I'll, I'll spit out my number Go three ahead. here. Is I know they just lost their starting quarterback. But I think the Philadelphia Eagles, they, uh, they've been very solid this year, and I know a lot of that goes out there and goes to uh, Wentz as the quarterback. But I think uh, Nick Foles has enough to get it done. They have the backfield there with a little bit of everybody. Um, they just beat the Rams this, this week. You look at the remaining schedule, they have you know Giants, division matchup, the Raiders who have been just – terrible this year like Derek Carr who's supposedly this stud quarterback has Rangers been young so bad. and then they play the Cowboys to close out the season I think they end up they already won the division and I think they're going to make a run for the playoffs here deep into the playoffs I think Nick Foles has enough like I said to get it done they have all the weapons all around them 
It's unfortunate that Carson Wentz goes down this late in the season, any time in the season, obviously, with this type of injury because it's a season-ending injury. But I think that Nick Foles and uh, the rest of the offense get it done. I don't know. E, who do you have at number three? Number three, I have the Minnesota Vikings. Ooh. Even they lost to the Panthers this week, though. They did. They did. Um, but I think they that was, that was a rough game for them. Um, I think they were a little mixed up on the line a little bit here and there. But they have a fairly, I don't want to say easy because there's two division rivals coming up, but they play the Bengals this week at home coming up. They should stomp the Bengals. Bengals, if, if you watched recently, are garbage. They Who lost, knows what's going on with the Bengals, I right? I don't know. They're, they got pounded by the Bears this week, which I, I played their defense a lot in DFS and my one fantasy league. and Worked out. They put up like one point, if that. <laughs> Uh, but then they play in Green Bay and then at home in Chicago to end the regular season. So they do have some tough division matchups coming up, but they've just been solid all year. They're 10-3. and three. I wouldn't be surprised if they finished the the year at, say, 13-3. and three. No, I'll say 12-4. I'll say okay, so they who do they lose to? Packers um, and the Rodgers? Are the Bears get a I'll say win? I'll say Green Bay beats them at home. Green okay. Bay wins at home in All two right. weeks. I like that. I, that. That's a good pick, especially if Rodgers is back. Yeah, that's a solid pick there. Yeah, I, I could I could roll with that. Um, but if they finish thirteen and three, they're you know they'll probably clinch that division. Um, and they just have everything going. They have the, the two headed back with uh, McKinnon and Murray. Yeah, they've both been solid. Case Keenum has just been an animal this year. Yeah, um, I love him. Thielen, Diggs, Treadwell. Here's my thing. If Diggs gets on, on like par where he was, yeah, they're a very scary team. Thielen, I, I love him. Yeah. He, he's solid. I, I take him every week in DraftKings because he, he, he's usually good for 100 yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. He's great. And if Diggs gets it rolling again, oh, your boy, Kyle Rudolph, oh, too. Oh, yeah. He's had a touchdown like the last three or four games, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, that team has just been... Lighten it up. They had an unfortunate loss in, uh, to against Carolina this week, but I think they'll right the ship against uh, Cincinnati. I don't disagree. What do you got for number two, E? Number two, I got your Pittsburgh Steelers. Woo! Ed, I don't even have to go. <laughs> I don't even have to go. They clinched their division. The Steelers are just looking tough right now, even with the loss of Shazier. Just proving that they can come back from being down, even though they let that game slip away a little bit yesterday in the first half. Coming back and winning against a a Ravens team who just won three or four in a row coming into that. At home, you knew they were fighting for... They want to get that that playoff... They'll probably get a bye, right? Yeah, right now they're leading the AFC. Right now they're leading the AFC, uh, first place in the AFC. Yeah, so they're playing for for you know a buy the first round of playoffs, and I don't blame like that offense is so deadly. It's scary. Like uh, opposing defenses should be should be worried. Like they have the top running back and the top wide receiver, and Ben Roethlisberger, who yeah he has his shitty games every now and then, but for the most part is just consistent solid quarterback throughout his whole career so I would watch out if I was any other AFC team and E I can't agree with you anymore is is the Steelers are like you said they have top 10 I would say Big Ben's like a top I would say top 6, six seven. 7 yeah um, quarterback they have the best wide receiver in the NFL the best running back in the NFL I don't care 
what anybody says. They're completely wrong. And they're on an eight-game win streak. You look at the remaining schedule. I'm Patriots. okay with it. All right, Eddie. You don't have to be a dick about it. <laughs> Patriots next week. I'm okay with it. I. Uh, <clears throat> that's the thing is is the Patriots are going to be. They're going to be tough, real tough. And there's nothing really could say about that. I'm really nervous about it. Actually, you look the Patriots at Pittsburgh. Here's the thing. Pittsburgh always plays to their competition. They do. They do. And you look like, you know, they barely beat the Ravens, barely beat the Bengals, barely beat the Packers, stomped the Titans, but barely beat the Colts, barely beat the Lions, barely beat the Bengals again. And it's like, all right, when are the Steelers? Barely beat the Chiefs. You know, like, when do the Steelers come out and say, okay, hey, look at we're freaking dominant. We're just going to do it. They like to give their fans, like, Like a show. It's like a show, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, they always wait for that climax at the end. <laughs> Giggity. <laughs> yeah, we all do, right? Yeah, that's, that's life. True. But they play the Patriots, and they have the Texans-Browns, which I think they... Here's what I hope, if I could be honest with you. I hope the Steelers lose to the Patriots. That's what I'm hoping for. And here's why. is because I'm sure we're going to end up playing them in the AFC Championship. Mm-hmm. And I don't want them going out there, the Patriots... With a chip on their shoulder, because you know Bill Belichick and Tom Brady are those two guys that if they lose to you, next time around they're going to stomp your dicks in. But do you think whether or not they win or lose next week, don't you think the Patriots in the AFC Championship would still have that same chip on their shoulder? Or no? I think it's a little different. I think it's, like, here's the thing, Ed. Like, think about when you played little backyard basketball, right? And uh, your cousin Eric beat you or something. He never would, but... Okay. But just say, okay. hypothetical, right? <laughs> he beat you at something. Yeah. Your cousin Leo, right? All right yeah, you yeah. know, he beat you yeah. at, at a game of to 10. <clears throat> the next time you go out and play, right, you, you're you going to play a little harder. You have more to prove. You you want to win, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, this this prick beat me last time. I got to get him this time. And, and you're, you're a little more dedicated. You're going to play a little harder, a little more hustle in your step. And especially with Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, multiply that little hustle, little step that you were we were just talking about by ten. Okay, I can see that. I guess. And I rather if the Steelers lose next week and then they play again in the AFC Championship, then you're betting the mortgage on the Steelers. Yes. Okay. If the Steelers win next week and they play in the AFC Championship, I'm betting the mortgage on the Patriots. So if we come here to do the podcast, there's no electricity, <laughs> and and by I mean just like a bunch here, of and I mean by like here coming to do the podcast, like at my local storage unit where I have all my furniture because they booted me at the local soup kitchen. <laughs> yeah, yo Eddie, you know, greeting you at the door. So anyway, Steelers, and that just carries us into our number one. I I think we're probably gonna have the same one since neither of us mentioned it. You have yeah. to go with the Patriots. Patriots number you one. You put Bill Belichick and Tom Brady on a team. Josh McDaniels as your offensive coordinator, right? Is that who it is? Yeah. Um, it's yeah. It's 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 the real deal. I think they've proved it time and time again. And I hate to say it. Obviously, they're both in the AFC, but the Patriots are great. They you never know who's gonna be their running back. They could be a stud last week, and guess what? They're healthy scratch this week. They don't care. Or like Jonas Gray, they could be working at the local soup kitchen. Yeah, for sure. After scoring four touchdowns. Four touchdowns. Um, you know, Two weeks later, he's bag of groceries at uh, SureSave. Oh, and Belichick's making sure he never gets a job again, right? Yeah. 
Yep. It's they have so many weapons and they know how to utilize every weapon. And I think that's one of the smartest decisions a coach could ever make is obviously if if you have like an Antonio Brown, right? And we're going into a game next week as a defensive coordinator from the opposition, I know Antonio Brown's their playmaker. We got to shut him down. Or Lev Bell's their other playmaker. We got to shut those two down. We shut those two down. We have a good chance of winning, right? With the Patriots, you really don't know who their playmaker is going to be from week to week. It could be Deion Lewis, Burkhead. It could be Amendola. Uh, you could have Gronk. Hogan's you, back Hogan's back coming back. Cooks. You could have Cooks. Like you never James know White. who you, you know, have yeah. to get out there and who you have to shut down. And it makes it very hard for the the week of preparation prior to the game for the coaches of the opposition, and it makes it very hard for defenses during the game. And and that is what Bill Belichick sets him above the rest of the coaches in the league mm-hmm. is he knows how to do that and he plans to do that and he doesn't give a shit what your name is how many touchdowns you scored last week if he thinks that you're going to be their secret weapon that week in the game plan to expose the flaws of the <clears throat> defense you're in and it's kind of it would make me nervous as a Steelers fan too that Gronk was suspended the week before he has to play oh. He might have 69 touchdowns this week. <laughs> he might. At least 69 targets. Uh, so anyway, so yeah, I think uh, here's my five Panthers, four Jacksonville, three Eagles, two Steelers, one Patriots, and I give my honorable mention to the Chargers, Rams, and Falcons. All right, I got uh, a two-headed monster at number five. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got the Chargers and Jags as my fifth uh fifth power ranking pick and then i got the rams uh vikings at three steelers at two and patriots at one so, so that, there you there go you that's it. let's see what happens i have three nfc teams and two afc i do teams. like your carolina pick though that was, that was a little outside the box a little but sneaky I like they're, yeah. I, they're looking like the, good man River i would say run. i would say eagles panthers probably like six seven for me eagles panthers yeah i don't know eagles eagles I think they're good all around. We'll see. Hey, good luck to them. Yeah. Dilly dilly. And I just want to wish the two injured players that we mentioned earlier in the episode a healthy recovery once again. And good luck in fantasy playoffs or daily fantasy, whatever you're doing now to kill time and watch football and root for your team. I'm a Raiders fan, so my season has been shot for a couple weeks now. Even though they still did have uh, playoff hope until this week, that team is just abysmal. Like, yeah. Ever since that whole Crabtree and Talib, Talib, Talib me alone. I knew that was uh, that was basically the the nail in the coffin. But it was a uh, positive this year, and still to this week, uh, seeing Marshawn Lynch do fairly well, getting the workload back. There. He d- yeah, here's the thing: is I, I know we're kind of bringing some random shit into yeah. it now. Is Marshawn Lynch is still solid. He still he has is. that step. Yeah, he still has that. Uh, uh, you know, he, he runs to that hole. Well, with we saw bust like a fifty-five yarder last week. Yeah. yeah, and he just here's my thing. He was the kind of guy his entire career that needed thirty carries a game. Mm-hmm. He you give him thirty carries, he's going to run twenty of them for like two yards or less, and the other ten he's going to break off <clears> for eight or nine more. He's the opposite of Le- Lamar Miller. 
Lamar Miller, you give him like eight carries, he'll have 90 yards, but you give him 20 carries and he'll have 60 yards. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, ridiculous. So that that's my thing is I think they just need to learn how to use them a little better. And, and hey, that comes with time and, and coaching changes, whatever needs to be done. Marshawn, you're still beast mode in my eyes. I hope you come back next year, buddy. He's is he no, is this it? It was just a one year contract. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah he'll probably sign somewhere. He might. He likes it. He Bring likes. He likes good. Oakland. Yeah. Well, this, hometown. Yeah, this is last year, right? Yeah. Oakland's last year, and then it goes to uh, well no, next year. Next, next year's year. last year. I, I thought 2020 was when when they went to. I thought it was 2019. To, could be. You're probably right though. You know more than I do. But You're smarter. I'm more smarter most smartest all right well that's it for us uh, this week guys make sure you subscribe to us if you haven't already on itunes and uh, follow us on twitter at point after show and my personal twitter is at eddie underscore the pas I'm at t lip underscore the pas it's been a while since we gave out our twitter handle oh like. it's been a while since i've been on twitter <laughs> me too but uh thanks guys for listening and uh Catch us next week. And Taylor, you're still the man, buddy. You are the man, Taylor. Tommy can't, Tommy didn't get any text messages we had last no. week. So. And I put up 190 points in DFS, and I only made like 30 bucks. Top top one. I was inside the top 1%. I'm going to hit one of these one week. We're all going to go to the Sizzler. All right. Get some grub. All right. Later. Peace out.